Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day, Day of Fun. Fun. Yes, hello. Hi. Um, I wrote these notes, um, must be very early June, and then I've just tacked a few things on to the end of it. I see. To the extent that the, the first set of notes, uh, the first note ends baby, and then the last note also ends baby, because um, I did two, two, two things that I thought were exciting. Woohoo! I wrote these notes about five minutes ago. So, um, sparse. I would describe them as sparse. Okay, great. I don't remember what I've done. Shall I get the big one out of the way? I Well, I've started a new job, so I've done very little. Go on, then. I had COVID. Oh, yeah. That, the, the, I mean, which is kind of slightly overwhelmed the other ones. Uh, yeah. They got me, gal. Uh, you know, it was bad, but it, it was fine. Long term, it was fine. Short term, very, very bad. Um, Especially as I had it during um, record-breaking heatwave in the UK. Woo! Go us! Don't don't recommend that. Felt like I had a temperature both inside and outside. (laughs) Double fever. Double fever all the way. Yeah. Didn't, didn't, didn't really like it. I mean, it's not a great talking point because I didn't do anything for two weeks. Well, you know. Um, I was at work during the heatwave, and we do have air conditioning, so which had only been very recently installed, so it was potentially going to be deeply unpleasant, especially as I work in a completely unventilated, or what seems like a completely unventilated substage, but they did put air conditioning in, so once we're there, fine. Being on the purple line, fine. Getting to or from any of those places, the worst. Like I was in my flat, and I was like, okay, well, it's hot. But, like, it seems manageable so far. And then I stepped out of my front door and just went, oh, God. It's thick. Why is the air thick? It's like soup. It was soup, but, like, really hot soup that you've just ladled out. My my other one that I... I don't know, this is maybe not even worth talking about anymore. But I went back to the BFI. Friends fear she's... Friends fear she's drinking custard again. Friends fear she's at the BFI again. Um, Because it was... Judy Garland season. Of course it was. So this was early June because it's been a while because of the aforementioned COVID. Uh, But yeah, I went to two events at the BFI including the opening talk for the season and then we watched The Harvey Girls uh, which is a film starring Judy Garland and Angela Lansbury. Fabulous. No notes. Yeah, absolutely. And what's what's quite nice is, although I'm a massive Judy Garland fan, I've actually not watched quite a large portion of her films. So I get new Judy Garland stuff still. That's exciting. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's a finite amount. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was watching it and she's incredibly funny in it, in an Easter parade kind of way. And, uh, and I thought, this is great. I get new funny Judy and then we went back the next night to watch Love Finds Andy Hardy, um, which is a very... <laughs> it's one of the Mickey Rooney ones. Uh, and Mickey I Rooney uh, could be anywhere between age 9 and 30, and he looks like a sex criminal drawn by Norman Rockwell. Um, <laughs> that's my review of the film. <laughs> uh, it was good fun, but we went to a showing that started at like 8.45 of a weeknight 
And oh, it's no. definitely the kind of thing you should watch at like 9.30 on a Saturday morning where you have a short before that's like... Yep, 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 yep. A clip from the Lone Ranger <laughs> or, you know, a really early Mickey Mouse cartoon. I Okay, yeah, I can, I, I can picture the vibes entirely. Yeah. Like, 8.45 uh, for Empire Records worked very well. Yeah, that's fine. That's that was great. Fine, but like a 90 minute black no, and white no like a heartwarming comedy Makes no sense. for the young people. I think this is what passed for entertainment for teenagers before teenagers were invented. I see, right. Yeah, they couldn't quite they hadn't from a from a marketing point of view they hadn't worked out. They were like, well, they're between 12 and I, 16. There's and, another um, demographic and we just we're just not sure what they are. Yeah. Uh, I always think of the. I can't remember. Is it an episode of Super Sizes where they're talking about how maybe it's the fifties one, where uh, they're talking about uh, all the Italians came over and teenagers started eating pizza. Pizza, yeah. In uh, and they go to the <laughs> in, the coffee shop Soho. on uh, Frith Street. Yeah, and it's like, oh, now teenagers exist because they're going out and eating pizza. So we have the Italians to thank for the teenager. That's not Groovy. quite what they say, but yeah, they always that that is a uh, combined in my mind. Um. But before I got ill, i.e. I tested negative that day and tested positive the day before, you yes, and I so that. had a day of fun. We did. We had a legitimate old-timey old day of fun. <laughs> not a, not like Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney oldie-timey. But like but 2017. A classic, a classic uh, Rosie and Jessica mess around. <laughs> uh, we went to Yelk. We went to the London Film and Comic Con. We went to Pizza Express. These were all which, the same event. Which well, I'm livid, livid to say is no longer within contained within Kensington Olympia. Uh, so we walked twenty minutes. I'm going to be in... honest, Rosie. It threw the day right out. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't get to the Kensington Olympia till like two because we had to walk in um, like the f- French Legion style trudge through the heat. <laughs> <laughs> to find the Pizza Express attached to an Ibis hotel. Yeah. During which I did not give you COVID. This is true. I did not get COVID. Um, because as I have said to everyone I've told this story to, um, it's not necessarily that I didn't want you to get ill. It's that I didn't want to be the person who gave it to you because yeah, you would never forgive me. I'd never live it down. Never you started a new job. And then you have to call in sick because your little sister gave you COVID. Yeah. I was thinking, I better not get COVID at my new job, surrounded by all these new people, some of whom also had COVID, or who were off with COVID, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and give it to you. Turns out, the call call was coming from the other end of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, we also went to a press night party unmasked with 700 people astonishingly astonishingly zero reports of covid following that event even though literally the next day everyone was like why did we we do that what were we thinking i walked out uh, to go and get the tube and immediately thought well that was a super spreader event there's no way it wasn't and yet seems not to have been i think it was the week before everybody started hosting super spreader events um, yeah such as the one that i went to uh where uh, me and my friend well we we're, we're trying to work out whether one of us gave it to the other i texted her to apologize she texted me to apologize i potentially think i might have picked it up else we think 
potentially we actually picked it up separately. Yeah, but well, um, you you and like three of your friends individually. All oh had... yeah, also people I haven't seen. I I knew so many people who had COVID that because some of my friends had as well. All of them individually, not like you'd all seen each other, not like nope. you're all moving in the same circles at the same time. Like every all, all these people who know each other, but had all independently. Of their own volition, gone out <laughs> and own, got COVID. Of their own um, free will. People who um, hadn't uh, got it before. Loads of people got it that week. Um, so, uh, you know, good time. So we went to Yalk and then I uh, we tested that morning. And yep. I was like, great, free, fancy, clear. That's not the phrase. <laughs> Footloose and fancy free. Yeah. Fancy clear, though, is now... That's a, oh, she's a bit fancy That's like clear. the next level up. I came home, was like, oh, I've got a bit of a cough, very but dry, I've been dry. walking loads and it's been very hot because we walked from the station to the place. Sat in the air conditioning. Via, then walked further to get to the Pizza Express, then back, then walked back. And, you know, and so I was like, that's it. And the next morning I woke up and was like, just going to test again. Um, but the important thing, uh, is that we had a nice day out. We did, we, we had a lovely day out. We got our pizza and our wine and our puddings. We went to a slightly different Yalk setup. We did. they've demolished the part of the building it normally takes place in. So we also couldn't go and get tea that somehow is liquid yet hotter than boiling point. Yeah, I'd never, it's like a scientific miracle. It's a marvel. How do they do, how? It's like, a, like an incredible feat of physics. Hotter than boiling point, but still water. Yeah, I mean, incredible. And who knew that that discovery would be made in a cafe in the Kensington Olympia convention in, in, centre. In the, in the conference hall upstairs. But luckily, there was still plenty of books to be bought and on offer because we went late on a Sunday. Yep, as is our want. I then didn't see my friend, but I'm quite glad about that because they had a big, uh, like, professional thing that week. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, what have I seen you?" And <laughs> we wore masks. So, and also, I um, ate directly into your face. I was gonna say, if you didn't give it to me, and I was the only person you really saw without un- unmasked. So the first thing that happened at Yalk was we started a running tally of people wearing Hellfire Club T-shirts from Stranger Things. Um, a tally at which I uh, noped out when it hit the high sixties. We closed it. We we closed out the books. At, uh... But I mean, it was great fun because we were just walking along at twelve, thirteen, forty, and um, uh, yeah. And then I thought, this is this is silly now. <laughs> but uh, well done to all the um, drop shipped t shirt sellers of the internet. Um, uh, I should have brought my stack of books. Oh. I was just thinking, oh, my books are behind me, so I can see them. It took me two weeks to unpack them. Well, let me let me reach behind me and get mine. I hope you're all prepared, because as we all know, uh, I usually come away from Yelk with about 17 books. We did, I think, better this time. It's okay, Jessica, because I posted a photo to my Be Real. Oh, there you go then. Oh, which apparently wants me to post now. Okay, well, there was another one, and I don't know where I've put it. Oh yeah, I do. It's over there. This is an absolutely amazing segment. Okay. I have my books. Yeah, my Be Real... Don't la- download Be Real just before you get COVID, because it will be the same view. Oh, I see, I see. 
Okay, so are we ready for my epic list of books? Yes. Da, 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 da. It's only four. I got four books. Oh, that's impressive. Um, and one of them was free. We were handed them as we were walking past and we were just like, well, rude not to. So in fact, technically I got three books. So the free one was um, called Shadow Black by Sebastian de Castel. Uh, Sorcery is a scam is the tagline. To be honest, I didn't even pay attention. Not a thing. Didn't look at the cover. Didn't. Look- Do you want a free book? Once sure. again, I went short. I read a book in three days last week, Jessica. Oh, uh, yeah, I've done that. Just this week, actually. No, but, uh, okay, I'm not saying... <laughs> I don't think I'm special in the <laughs> in the world. I mean, like, previously my spreadsheet is taking me, like, a month to... Re- oh, I see, I see, I see. I've got my notebook. We're ready to go. I read pretty much exclusively from the Libby app mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. of ebooks from uh, my library. And uh, I don't always read them in the two weeks, but it's fine. You just renew... Um, and then I had one which I had renewed, um, and then I got COVID, so that two weeks was out of the picture. So then two weeks, right? Good. It's Monday. I'm gonna finish this book. It's still loaded on my app, so I just open it up, get to the end of the chapter, and it won't load the next chapter. And I'm like, oh, okay, I need to go and renew it. That's fine. Get out of the book. Um, they've got rid of the license for it in the two weeks I had it. Oh, this is and a catastrophe! I the last two chapters, so I so I had to buy it on Kindle so that I could finish it. So, congrats to that author. She's getting um four pounds forty seven minus Jeff's cut, so probably about forty seven. Um, so what I'm saying is I should read my books faster. I'd read one in three days, which actually caused me to um, be late to meeting somebody because it was a mystery book and I only had three chapters left and they were about to reveal who the who done it. Oh, I and see. So I re- worked out that I could walk along reading it, but I did take the wrong turning out of the station and had to had to double back. Uh, yeah, I find my problem with my library, the library is that the catalogue, uh, you don't seem to be able to access it or I frequently haven't been able to access it in the middle of the night, you know, just as I'm thinking, oh, I should see if they have this book. Which is very inconvenient of them. Sometimes I want to check the library catalogue at two AM. Like, what are they doing? Anyway, accessible. I think I've mentioned this year's project on the pod before. Uh I'm planning to read fifty books this year. Last year's project was three hundred and sixty five films. Yes, you're correct. That's too many films. It is too many, I tried. So far I've read twenty two. So I'm a couple of books behind, but like I've sped way up. I'm not going to read them all now. That's not what the purpose of this was. I was just, you know, getting you up to speed. But uh, yeah, my other one my from my uh, Yalk stash that I got this year, I got one called My Mechanical Romance by Alexine Farrell Falmouth, uh, which I read last week and is about a uh, robotics, high school robotics club. That's quite fun. That's very cute, actually. I think I was going to lend that to you so you can have that. Yes, please. Although it has just appeared on Libby. Never mind then. I got one called Boy Queen by George Lester, um, which is about a boy who wants to become a drag queen. Uh, That's all I really know about it. I have not started it yet, and that looks fun. And I also got... This is the one that I was like... I wanted to be... I went to Yalk thinking I need to be on the lookout for this. With the name in mind, I got Anyway the Wind Blows by Rainbow Rowell, the third in the uh, Simon Snow trilogy. So, and it is a doorstop. I'm looking forward to that. I have not begun it yet. It is 572 pages long, so I think that might be the longest one this year. 
Um, yeah, I've accidentally read uh, this week, I, or in the last, what day is it? It's Wednesday. So in the last, like, last week, I accidentally read a post-pandemic, uh, some post-pandemic fiction, which was fun. And then uh, the one I immediately followed with, I thought was going to be also pandemic fiction and then it turned out not to be but it was like weirdly linked to the other the first book in the way that they use technology in a way that I wasn't expecting but I can't really tell you more because it will sort of give the game away the best way to approach that book which is called This Is Not The Jess Show and I got from the library partly based on the name uh, was uh, the best way to read it is to not know anything about it going in <laughs> but it's about a girl who is set in 1998 and uh like a lot of people in her town are ill. They have like, there's a flu going around. And then uh, one of her friends drops an iPhone out of her backpack. What? Yeah, that's right. I said 1998. <gasps> What's happening? Ooh, we don't know. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. I got that from the library. And I've just discovered that it is, and I finished that on the bus on the way home yesterday. And then I got in and I looked on... Uh, Goodreads to say what see what you know other people were thinking about talking about it, and discovered it's uh, there's a sequel so that's very exciting. But it was only published this year and the library doesn't have it yet, so don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, and then my next the book I'm going to start today is Cersei uh, by oh, the whoever, Cer- it, yeah, yeah. whoever it's by. It's on the other side of the room. And Madeline. I can't rem- yes, that's the one. Madeline. Her. Madeline. Madeline. Um. <laughs> so that's my. Yalk Roundup. Okay, I got five books um, because I wanted to buy three and then one was like three for ten and they only had one copy left of the yep. one I wanted. Yeah. So I got uh, Rain and Delilah's Midnight Matinee by Jeff Zentner, which is about like some teens who make like a public access show that's kind of like the about, I think it's about horror movies. But it, it's like the... So I recently stayed up late reading Elvira's Wikipedia page. But, <laughs> uh, and it was about how she... Her thing... Her, she first became a thing because she was a horror host. So when they would do like marathons of horror movies on TV, she yeah. would be between each film yeah. being Elvira. And so I got the impression that it's like part Elvira horror host, part... Um, Lily, Lily Moskowitz. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there's another book by Jeff Zentner called In the Wild Light, which I think is set in Appalachia. To be honest, Jessica, I don't really remember, but it was there were like three books. There wasn't. I uh, there. I, I remember exci- that stall. The ladies running it were very nice and friendly, and we got chatting with them, and then we yeah, couldn't work out which third book nice. to get. Yes, and then I got a book called Commotion of the Caribbean because it was about pirates. Oh yes, um, that's right. Yeah, and there were some which were a bit more like totes emotion than others and i went i'll have the one about the pirates please uh, so that's commotion of the caribbean by alex weedle yeah first first yelk back after after 2020 we're not here for the totes emotion oh i mean i wasn't in the first place uh, and then then i got um two books i'd actually heard of that sounds demeaning to the other ones i got two <laughs> books i'd actually heard of before um which is oh my god i can't read this because it is a terrible picture hanny and issues guide to fake dating by Sorry, this is me trying to squint on a photo that won't. <laughs> <laughs> that w- I can't. I can't. Oh, I'd, f- I'd forgotten you were reading it on a photo. It's like, well, this is terrible. This is this is uh, terrible copy design. Anyway, so Hanny and Issues Guide to Fake Dating is, of course, the classic fake dating romance trope. Classic, classic times. I bought a hardback book, which I'm sort of morally opposed to. 
Um, but it's Casey McQuiston. Uh, the book is called I Kissed Shara Wheeler, and I have just read uh, One Last Stop by her, and Red, White, and Blue is the book I started, and then the hold disappeared. So I'm excited about that. So and it was a fiver for a hardback book. Not bad. Not bad in the slightest. So that was my Yalk haul, and I haven't read any of them yet, but I have read... Um, uh, I've just well no, I've just started reading a YA book called Cinderella is Dead because I uh, finished this mystery book while walking to somewhere and then on the the train home. Uh, I, just, I just love this bit of modern technology. <laughs> I'd be like, I need a new book. I'll download a book from the library on the tube platform, and I did. And it's called Cinderella is Dead, and it's like uh, YA messed up society where the Cinderella myth is like this guiding legend and it's it's an authoritarian regime and like there's a ball every year that the girls have to go to oh i think i've heard of that um i'd heard of it i think i saw okay. it for sale at yalk and thought maybe about it. maybe that's what it is maybe i read the blurb uh yeah i nearly walked to waterstones in the break yesterday uh and then i just I... you ran out of books yeah i uh, know because i i was feared that i would finish my book oh no uh during the day and then actually it it worked out perfectly. I finished it. I read like the last two pages when I got on the bus, when I got off the train. Okay. So actually it was ideal. So new book today. Um, yeah, but then I couldn't be bothered and it was quite muggy out and the green room is air conditioned. So I sat there. That's nice. That's what I thought. Then we had really great drinks in Pan Cotillion and Covent Garden. Oh yeah, we did. I forgot that part. We walked for a while. Oh no, we got a bus. We got a very hot bus that took a lot. We were like, oh, let's jump on that. Well, I said, let's jump on this bus because then we don't have to walk and we'll just sort of see where we end up because we didn't have our usual cup of tea. So we wanted to go somewhere. Yeah. And then we're like, let's jump on this bus and then we'll sort of end up in Aldwych and it'll be fine. And then it just, it took, the traffic was a lot heavier than I anticipated it being on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, yeah. I guess I don't usually get a bus through that part of town on a Sunday afternoon. So I just thought it'd be a quick little jaunt along the thing. And uh, you were very hot and thirsty, and as it turns out, coming down with COVID. Yeah, uh, it really does explain quite how crappy I felt at that point in the afternoon. Because I was like, I mean, I know I'm tired, um, but this is like, I'm not feeling great, as it turned out. <laughs> I was coming down with COVID. Um, uh, but again, uh, sorry to anyone on the bus, I did wear a mask uh, and I didn't know I had COVID. In and you head. didn't give it to me on the bus either when I was sitting next to you. That is again true. Um, uh, yeah. Because uh, I, just to confirm to everyone, I tested like every day for a week. <laughs> sorry to your nostrils. Um, yeah, they've recovered, I think. Did I tell you that like a week into having COVID, I also had a nosebleed? <laughs> Great times. Ugh. And then I had antivirals that made my mouth taste horrible. I didn't enjoy it, Jessica. Didn't care for it. Would would not do again. Would not recommend. And I was so annoyed. I mean, I was so annoyed in general. Although actually, given that, you know, I was shielding and the idea of me getting COVID has been kind of hanging over me slightly. A concern. A concern. Um, as soon as I tested positive, I was just like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. I wasn't like, oh my god, action stations. So I was like, well... I guess I've got some texts to send and some hilarious social media to engage in. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, wa- I wasn't too freaked out, uh, but I was annoyed because it was so hot. So I couldn't just be like a cozy person and like uh, 
uh, our mum said she was sorry she felt she should be dropping off nourishing meals. I was like, I don't have any appetite because I was ill. Please I don't, have any please don't bring me nourishing meals. Yeah, because I'm on these antivirals and I'm messing up my tum. And it's 40 degrees. Um, I lived off uh, popcorn, lamb's lettuce and an ice lolly. <laughs> it was literally, Toby would be like, okay, I'm going to go to the shops. Do you need anything? And it would be like, cucumber, ice lollies, popcorn, please. <laughs> Um, oh, I told everyone at work the story about the uh, woman rubbing the cucumber over her face yesterday and it went down an absolute treat. So. Oh my god. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry for the stolen valour I got from getting retweets. No, it's fine. Story, it was but... brilliant. I thought, I'm jumping in on this. Just <laughs> I nearly replied to someone saying, hi, as the sister in the Still, anecdote, I would like did, to confirm that, that she did not rub the cucumber on my face. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Did you, did you see Lewis's reply? He was like, I was thinking about this just today. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I replied to him. <laughs> This, much like the freshly bitten end of a cucumber, is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> okay, for those that haven't been listening for 10 years, uh, Jessica was once on a... Tr- Sorry, you can tell the story. It's your story. Uh, so I was once on the Jubilee Line, heading out to North Greenwich, presumably because there was no train or something. Uh, and the lady opposite me reached into the carrier bag she had with her and pulled out a cucumber with the end, like, it was almost entire, a whole cucumber, but the end was cut off. And uh, she bit into the end of it, and then she sort of spat out the bit that she'd eaten. Like, well, not chewed up, she'd just bit, bitten off the end, and then she was just removed from her mouth the, her teeth the, as yes. a knife. Yeah, I feel I don't I don't know why I really feel the need to make make it clear she had not chewed in any way. It wasn't gross. It was just you know anyway. Uh, and I thought, oh, maybe she just wants to f- get the fresh end of the cucumber. Just well, she, she, doesn't, did. she doesn't want the dry bit, maybe. Although it's already been in her mouth, so why not? Uh, no, team. What she was actually doing was then rubbing it over her face. I presume to freshen up and cool down. I don't remember it being horrendously hot. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, after a while, she then rebit the cucumber. And did the same again. So she was just. You know, when she felt that the cucumber was was no longer at its at its peak, at its optimal fresh or coolness, she just bite off the end and get the new bit, like sharpening a pencil. So we got off the bus. I went upstairs to the bus station. We got off the train. Sorry, I went upstairs to the bus station, standing at the bus stop. And a few minutes later, uh, I would obviously moved faster than she had. She walked past me. She was still going. It's just. I always think about the uh, because it happened around a similar time uh, to the woman who, with no teeth, who asked me to help her put down a pop-up tent in Ali Pali at like eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> so in my mind, it was the same woman. <laughs> oh boy! You know, it was very hot. And to be honest, if you had told me it was so hot, you'd also been rubbing a cucumber on your face on the tube. Um, I'd have been like, you know. It's a difficult time for everyone. <laughs> and I was trying to convince my house. So we have a rubble-filled basement that no one has ever actually been down in because we're all too scared. But we have a... <laughs> in our house, there's a bookshelf that's actually a door. And, and then there's a stairs leading down to the basement. <laughs> and you can just see that it's, like, dug out, but not... But there's, but not like, really. we're not finished... And I was trying to convince my housemates that they should go and hang out in the basement because it would be cool. But obviously I couldn't go because I had COVID. (laughs) So I was just in this room that I had been in by this point for eight days with the curtains drawn to keep the sun out. Very funereal. It was very funereal. (laughs) Being like, go into the basement. Do it for me. 
I uh, yeah, I, I took to pinning a, a bed sheet over my living room curtains to block out just that extra layer of of sun and therefore heat, and it did seem to do the trick. I I I didn't care for it, Jessica. No, me neither. I'm gonna be honest. Shall I tell you a song? I mean, you can do. I haven't done mine yet. I would like "Come Sail Away" by Styx, please. Sail away, sail away, sail away. I don't know that's that song. a different song by a different band, but yes, good. My song is "Real Real" by Sleigh Bells. Your girl is back on finding new music. It's not a new song, it's from like 2016, but a song she had not previously heard. Um, the Champ playlist is no longer torturous. Given that you made the Champ playlist, why was it torturous in the first place? It wasn't bad. Okay, firstly, I thought, you know, when you buy a shop, Jessica, and I know this is a really universal experience. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all on. been there. Um, when you don't buy a boat, but you do buy a shop. Yep, that's specific. Yep, yep. This is what the vibe of a shop is meant to be. I see. And I was like, right. So the the playlist, my thinking was correct, which is you just need to make it massive so that you don't hear the same song all the time. So I was just trying to dump... Yeah. Oh, like, you've heard Tony Guy TV before then. Yeah, mostly whole albums in. But I was trying to do this... Basically, half the original playlist was Bell and Sebastian albums, which is fine, but it's quite a lot. And also She and Him, which is fine but quite a lot in a different way and then we would hear it over and over again in yep. a vibe. and then I realised that actually I can just play whatever music I like and it's got a lot cooler and the playlist is getting, so there's a totally new playlist and it's getting bigger every day and, Amazing and, and now then we do Spotify Radio which is how I find new songs and this is a song uh, which was also apparently was on like an iPod advert so or an iPhone advert or something so uh, it's not exactly new but it's Real Real by Sleigh Bells did I actually say that bit? You did yes You did yes, yes. Uh, I said can't Snack of the day Da 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 So bought fancy grapes the other day and they're the kind that are like a flavour Candy floss? No, they don't seem to give a specific flavour. They're just called flavour bombs. And they are very sweet, but very delicious. So I don't know what they're... And then I was eating them and was like, how have they made these if they had some sort of horrible genetic modification situation? They've the had reason... a nip. They've had a touch. They've had a touch. Something Something's has been, been inserted. Yeah. Um, so but the reason I bought them, actually, is because they tick the boxes for both packaging. They came in a cardboard tray. And uh, air miles, they only came from Spain. So they were winning on those fronts, but then it only occurred to me later, how have they made these? Oh, maybe they're just a, a particular, a particularly flavoursome brand of grape. I don't know. Uh, not brand, variety of grape. I've no, I've no idea. I didn't. Anyway, they were delicious. Good. So fancy grapes. Mine is Morrison's The Best White Chocolate Grapes. Which I was really into anyway. And then that was one of my COVID foods. I see. Dobie, get me some white chocolate cookies. They're really good for having chunks, not chips. I do like that in a cookie. Sorry, I had to pause to yawn. <laughs> I was say, did you yawn or did you forget to speak? <laughs> I know, I yawned and then I thought, and I was like, oh, I'm not sure I left enough time between the yawn and started to speak to, to get rid of the, the, the yawn the yawn sound. You know, when you're trying to speak through a yawn, I thought I'd finished it. And, oh, that does sound real. Needle and fed. So, I finished the the first panel of my lace work for my Cardington sleeve. Yes. I've done no more. Okay. Well, it's summer now and I've started a new job and I've got really into the, the, the reading. I don't know if you've heard about my reading project, Rosie. 
Well, I see, Jessica, I've managed to get myself to read books because I only read them on an iPad, so I can knit and read at the same time. No, I do. I like a. I've I, I've only ever read one book on an e-reader, and it was when I borrowed your Kindle to read Bellwether Rhapsody when we were in Greece, like five years ago. I was not well. Um, sorry, that is not my main takeaway from Greece, but it's slightly my main takeaway from Greece. <laughs> is that by that point, Emmy had really caught up with me on our yep. two-week grand tour. Pal, it was two and a half weeks. At least two by the half, half you only had to lie on a sun lounger while I read Bellwether Rhapsody by a pool. Oh yeah, well then I just <laughs> at least we timed it well so that the so that the the lying about stage of the was holiday the, was at the yeah. end. And I just um, got drunk and fell asleep on a, a, a pool lounger. Um, I have read no physical books this year. Okay, well I knitted a ghost called Shirley. Lovely. Uh, she's ah, oh, that's nice. She's lovely. And I was doing a teddy bear knitting workshop, and I was trying to knit a polar bear, and then she just looked like a a ghost. And I was going to put ears on her so she could be a ghost bear, but she's just a ghost now. I then have been knitting a shawl called Brioche Delicious, which I am very close to finishing. And no offense, but thank God, <laughs> the 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 rows are like four hundred and fifty stitches. No, that's too long. It's too long, Jessica, and and I finished the brioche panels, and uh, my aim was to have it finished for Saturday because I had last Saturday I was teaching brioche, the topic, the the the, the technique. But um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I got COVID for two weeks and couldn't knit. Um, yeah, brioche delicious by Andrea Maury. I'm doing it in the Baba Marino that we sell. Mm. Baba Marino, uh, baby fish mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm very close to finishing, and I would really like it to be finished. Uh, I've been a monogamous knitter on it, and then I'm going to try and finish some of my old projects because I have a problem. Cool. Maybe I'll maybe I'll start the next the next sleeve panel. Yeah, do that. What, what have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! Oh my god, so many things, none of which I've written down, so I don't remember any of them. So I got a few. I really like this thing called Dolly that's spelt like Wally with a D. And it's an AI that makes real wacky pictures. Um, a lot of a lot of them are really stupid. Is that the thing where you get like a a nine box yeah. grid where people have put like Paddington at Ascot or something, and then it yeah. makes it? I mean, like a lot of them are like. That's not an example I've seen. That is weirdly just what my brain came up with. No, because I tried to do Paddington Bear playing Hamlet and it didn't really work. But a lot of them will be like minions at the D-Day landings. Um, courtroom sketch is a very good thing to put in because it, it... Oh yeah, because then you get the style of the... Yeah. And then your brain, because it's, it knows what courtroom sketch is like, your brain can de- decipher see, it. See, this is just... Confidently. Um, so there's this, there's a, a Twitter account called uh, Weird Dali. Um, and it does some of the more stupid. It, it, it tweets them out. Uh, Hulk Hogan elected as the new Pope. That's pretty good. Uh, like Darth Vader and Soviet space propaganda poster. Those are incredible. You could tell me they were real Soviet posters. Just laughed at the word cigarette soup. <laughs> Ooh. Out Despicable me for the Nintendo 64. You would not believe how real that looks. Uh, so that's my my Twitter suggestion slash something you can play with is make an AI spit out real weird stuff. While I, as I may have mentioned, had COVID, I watched all of Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, um, which is an eight-part competition reality TV 
So already, reality competition TV. Already I'm on board. And it's Lizzo auditioning dancers to be her big girls, who were her dance squad Troop. for her live shows. Yeah, and People still it's... have dance troops? Mm, yeah. I'm, what I mean is, are they still called dance troops? Oh, I don't know. Uh... But they're re- it was it's a really good show. It's very interesting because a lot of them it is about like being a fat dancer. It's got really interesting thoughts on like fat bodies and what we think of as people who should be on stage. And uh, you know, at one point somebody says, you know, we are injured not because we're fat, but because like nobody trains us to stand in like if you make people stand with their feet together but they've got big thighs that's gonna hurt their hips and stuff and i was like that is fascinating but also it's just really fun uh i don't want to be like it's very serious uh if that's just like it's a tv show hosted by lizzo it's a competition tv show about dancing (laughs) about dancing and joy and like so they have they start off with a certain number of people and they kind of whittle it down and people get um but it's not like each week somebody goes they have 10 of them in the house uh, at the beginning and she says all 10 of you could end up on stage um ah okay they eventually a couple of people don't which you would probably guess but it's not like okay so today you're going home so that's Lizzo's watch out for the big girls on prime also would you believe at one point a hurricane is a subplot. <laughs> also, um, I watched all of the Baymax TV show. Oh yeah, uh, which is that are good? six ten-minute episodes. It's incredibly charming. I like it so much. Except Noted. the first two episodes are about somebody with bad hip cartilage, and then somebody trying to run a small business while um, needing to rest. And I took that well, very this personally. This is an attack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it's uh, yeah. I mean, Baymax is like such a good character so weird that he's pete from 30 rock but i liked it very much i'm very behind on my episodic television basically if, if any tv shows that i really like have brought out a second season in the last couple of months i haven't seen it oh i'm except unless it is only murders in the building which i'm 100 percent up to date on oh i am not um i haven't seen any of uh russian doll or dollface or the babysitter's club or well i can't think of any others but i'm sure there are others there is no season two of Judy and the Phantoms, which we're still just going to have to get over. So yes. never mind. Um, but yeah, so there we go. That's that's what I'm not watching. I'm thinking I might need to unfollow Tiny Home Tours on YouTube because I now watch so much of it that it's eating up. Yeah, like, that's and, the And they're problem. all a bit repetitive. I watch a lot of gardening YouTube. Yes. What other YouTube do I watch? Sewing YouTube. Yes. Um. I Okay, so I have slightly got back by me which i mean once yesterday i did my watching a sitcom episode while i eat my lunch at work oh nice um, and i uh, picked up abbott elementary which was on my list and that's uh really great and also the first season is only 13 episodes ah the dream i watched the first episode of that really enjoyed it then sort of immediately forgot that it existed oh, <laughs> and every and then i keep going oh yeah about abbott elementary i enjoyed that it's uh, very very well regarded. Everyone speaks very highly of it. I also personally very much enjoyed it. I should continue watching that. Dum 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 dum. Yeah. Okay. This is why I am addicted to the app Just Watch, where you can track TV shows. 
you can search and it's got all of the episodes listed and you can tick them off as you go. And then there's a page of called my watch list and it's continue watching. So it reminds me what I have started and I then get the satisfaction of ticking it off. And then when it, you fin- when you've caught up, it goes to the bottom of the list. Nice. So 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 I'm enjoying that because I am I have a terrible habit of starting shows and not finishing them. Generally speaking, um, Abbott Elementary notwithstanding, once I've once I've started, I will at least finish the first season. I will not. Um, especially if the uh, so if it's like an on- a co- an ongoing thing. If it's like something that already exists, I'll probably I'll probably watch all unless it's a terrible program. Um, but yeah, probably probably I'll just because it's uh, easy just to press play next. I also, I mean, I have to say, what was really good for my TV watching was a long illness. That's true. Um, imagine you know, how much um, due south you could have watched. Yeah, imagine if I hadn't watched so much uh, Once Upon a Time. Once upon which a time. Which I didn't finish. Actually, no, that's true. I never finished Once Upon a Time, partly because sometimes you just... You've seen enough. And yet you finish Pretty Little Liars. Yet and yet. But you know what? I have watched none of any of the Pretty Little Liars spin-offs. Oh. Because I have all watched the trailers for all of them. Yes. Do they look good? No. Will I be watching them? No. Am I fascinated by the concept? 100%. So obviously. What do you um, mean A is still going? No, that's ah, not a thing. That's me saying A, but it's still going. A! That was Singing in the Rain. Moses Supposes. Uh, which is... Um, I feel like, you know when you watch a film that you've watched like for your entire multiple times throughout your entire life and then when mm-hmm. you watch it as an adult you're like you get so much more from it. Not in like oh you understand joke like adult yeah. jokes that you didn't get when you, you just but you just it. you just appreciate it more. Like Moses Supposes is one of those routines. You watch it I watch it now and I'm like, This is fantastic. Yeah. I was like I feel like when I was watching it as a child, I was like, Yeah, this is good, this is fun but it's not, you know, singing in the rain. Whereas now I'm like, I think this might be the best bit. No, make him laugh is the best bit. But oh no, I'm sorry, I've forgotten about make him laugh. Make him laugh is obviously the best bit, but I think most supposes I would rather watch that than seeing the rain. The routine, not the film. Obviously, you have to watch the film to see. Sure. Oh yeah, sure. I'll tell you what I'd rather watch than either. What's that, Rosie? <laughs> the Morecambe and Wise. Morecambe and Wise. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. Obviously, the problem is now, especially if you watch Seeing in the Rain, you just expect to see Eric Morecambe climbing into a, a horse trough at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh, Jessica, it's very hot. My hands are so sweaty, and I'm not even doing anything. It's just, I'm just it's sitting just here. clammy. It's just it's cla- I hate clag. Having damp the hands. Is, the weather is claggy, but at least you can now Ooh. go and watch Morecambe Wise. Weather breakfast outside sketch. is claggy. And at one point, they open the fridge, and you can pretend you're standing next to the fridge. Yep, great. Bye, Rosie. Bye, Jessica. You've been listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day of Fun. fun. over a hundred episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, 
Or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.